and welcome to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. So pour yourself a cuppa, find a comfy seat and enjoy the conversation. Today is a bucket emptying episode, but it's an episode that could be really useful for you as a parent, but also for your children. And it's all about ways that we can create new habits. Now you will notice that I am doing the podcast episode standing up. And if you're listening, then maybe you're gonna hear a slight difference in terms of energy of my voice. I read somewhere, that Martin Lewis, Mr. Money Saving Expert, had made a promise to himself, a resolution, whatever you might call it, that he was going to do, I think, 20,000 plus steps per day. And I think he's had that for about four or five years. And what was interesting, really, reading the particular article that he wrote, his blog post really about it, was that actually he found ways of doing things so that he could make this idea of taking 20,000 steps plus make it so much easier because we all hear this idea that we should be having 10,000 steps. And for a lot of people, that's really, really difficult. But actually, when you set yourself a super high goal, as he has, and then get really creative with it, it's incredible how quickly and how easily you can achieve it. Obviously, it takes effort. And so one of the things that he talked about was that he would always arrange phone calls to happen when he would go for a walk. So that would be another way of kind of getting his step, his step count in. Now, if you read his whole blog, you will notice that he took it to somewhat extremes. But for me, it really resonated as a, how do we begin to create some new habits for ourselves as parents? And how do we encourage our children to do that? And I think the first thing that I would say is that remember, when we are trying to learn something new, we're trying to create a new habit, how long it takes in lots of ways depends on whether it's a new habit that doesn't require unlearning something that is unproductive beforehand or whether it's completely new. So the data generally suggests that you can you can create a new habit in anything from 12 to 128 days. Do not be put off. Do not worry and fret for your children if you're trying to get them to get into a bedtime routine habit, if you're trying to get them into a homework or a revision habit of course we make progress along that way. And what's really important to remember when we're trying to create a new habit is that we're basically exercising the muscle, which is our brain. And the more we practice, the stronger that muscle becomes and the easier it gets. But there are some little hacks, little things that we can do to make this creation of the new habit a little bit easier. And I just thought I would just share some of those with you. The first one is that we're much more likely to create a new habit and stick with it when we make it public. Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that you get on all your social platforms and tell everybody, you know, whatever it is that you might want to do, that you want to run five miles every day or you want to do 20,000 steps, whatever that might be. When I mean public, it is really about sharing it with someone who will hold you accountable to that new habit that you want to have. And that can be one friend, it can be a collective of friends, whatever that means for you, but it's someone that you know is going to challenge you, is gonna ask you, have you done it? Why haven't you done it? What are you going to do differently? And really be there as your cheerleader and champion, but is also going to be there to kind of really encourage you that you can do it. So that's the first thing is the the moment we make it public, 
to somebody or a group of people, we're much more likely to achieve it. When we keep it quiet and on the low, then it's very easy to kind of go, yeah, maybe next week or maybe in a month, whatever it might be. So the first one is this idea about make it public and make yourself accountable. The second thing is when we're trying to create a new habit, it's really, it helps us, helps optimize it. If we can, it's called bootstrapping, but in essence, what you're trying to do is add it after something that you already do quite habitually. So there are lots of things that we do without thinking, brushing our teeth, washing our face, showering, all of those, having a cup of tea, cup of coffee, whatever it is that you do habitually, without thinking, that doesn't require a huge amount of kind of cognitive load or, or brain power, then what you can do is you can add this new habit to it. So you bootstrap it. So you say, after I brush my teeth or whilst I'm brushing my teeth, I might make some positive, say some positive affirmations in my head. When I make a cup of tea, I will always drink a glass of water. It's those sorts of things. So you're, you're tagging it, you're bootstrapping, you're using something that you already do as a reminder to be able to do the net, to be able to do that. So that's, so number one is this idea about finding someone to be accountable to. Number two is about this idea of bootstrapping. And number three is about really taking that habit that you want to create and taking it through to its nth degree. So you're thinking about by acquiring this particular habit, by being disciplined, for lack of a better word, by being able to do this as I intend to do, what is that gonna give me? So, you know, what does that help me? So maybe drinking water will help you make you feel less tired or you're hydrating your body or you'll feel more energized. If I do more steps, then I'll have more energy and I'll feel better about myself. Whatever it is, it's taking that specific new habit and taking it to its end game. And that's really crucial because those moments when we wane or we decide to oh, start next week, when we've got a real connected why, why am I doing this? What's the long game? Then we're much more likely to kind of see that through because we can see that connection. And that's really crucial for our children when we're trying to create and encourage them to form new habits is if they're not connected with the why, they're not connected to, in essence, what will feel like pain in order to do that, that resistance, then they're much less likely to do it. So that's number three. And then the fourth thing that we need to do is we need to think through, and this might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but we need to think through, what am I going to do in those situations where I try to avoid it? And I say, actually, do you know what? I'm not gonna do it today. How can I foolproof myself on the days that I object, on the days that I choose not to do it or would rather not? How can I overcome? And it may be that we set up some accountability so I will ring this friend yeah or it may well be that we write notes up to remind ourselves about why we're doing it it may be that we agree to do make some affirmation statement or a bit of a certain energy shift to make sure that we can kind of keep on track but it's really crucial that we also plan in advance and have some tools in our toolkit to help us in those moments where we may then not necessarily want to operate at our best and would be all too quick to give it up. So it's those four things are the really crucial things. And that applies to any new habit that we want to create as adults. And the same goes exactly for children. The caveat that I would have with children is that we 
we should really start with the why. Help them see why they, this new habit would be helpful, but it needs to be a why that comes from them. Quite often when we're trying to create habits like getting on with homework, going to bed on time, coming off to managing tech, these sorts of things, I think we often find ourselves, we're the ones that are driving it, but actually if we can get our children to understand why those particular habits may be helpful, not just in that task that we want them to do, but across multiple tasks, then they're much more likely to engage and take that on board and want to be part of it. So I hope you found that helpful. As always, if you have enjoyed this podcast episode, I would be eternally grateful if you could follow, rate and review this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time. Bye.